Hey everyone and welcome to the first episode of Seed Time. I'm Jason Schmidt. And I'm Brian Pierce. And as you can see, things have changed a little bit from when we met earlier this week and recorded our little introduction video. Tonight we're actually at my house. Uh, we were at Jordan's house the other night. Well, we're not at his house tonight because he actually has a date with a woman. At this point, it is about two hours into their date, so we don't really know what could be going on. Somebody could be getting lucky, or no one, could, or everyone could be going home. We don't really know at this point. We haven't heard anything. Um, maybe if we ever do this live, we'll try to get them on a date live and stream it. It'd be fun. It'd be a good time. But uh, so we're here. We're at my place. Um, right now, we wanted to talk a little bit about the events that happened this past weekend. Um, obviously, the big ones would be the Supercross at Anaheim. Um, but before that, I kind of wanted to hit a little bit of the local news um, because Toro, the Texas Off-Road Racing Association, actually had a race uh, in Bowie, Texas. Um, a ton of fun. I was actually out there racing heavy A-class. Got, got second place, first uh, top three for the season. I know. I was pretty happy with that. Um, the thing that was awesome, though, Bowie is always a lot of fun. It's always really technical. They've got a lot of rocks and a fun, fun easy motocross track. Um, so Saturday was awesome. Weather was perfect, 50 degrees. But then what was it? what was what they call it? The Texas Arctic Blasts? What was it? Yeah, it was a. For those out of the state, if there's anything freezing precipitation here, everyone runs for the hills, stocks up on bottled water, buys canned food. It's basically <laughs> Armageddon if uh, snow or ice happens to meander this way. It doesn't happen very often, so it basically scares the hell out of us. Yeah, so there was a, we had a good, a good rider turnout and all that jazz, but still, I mean, when the first race goes off at 9 a.m., and then halfway through the race, the snow starts falling, it kind of freaks everybody out. Um, so for our race, the long, uh, the, you know, the pro and heavy race and everything, at the end, it was just a slop fest. It was just slick as goose shit. It was crazy. It was awesome. It was a blast. It was tons of fun. Literally couldn't feel my middle finger after we got done. It was awesome. Um, but they did want to mention the pro who actually won that race to get him some knowledge of it, Cooper Bailey. So if you guys have, uh, haven't heard his name, look out for him. He's a fast dude, and uh, in those conditions, it's a, you know, it says a lot to be able to pull off a first place in that, in that uh, you know, there. Um, also, this com uh, stuff that's coming up, this coming up weekend is going to be the Bonita 100, and the Bonita 100 is actually a charity ride, uh, and it's to benefit the Rider Down Foundation. Uh, the Bonita 100 specifically is uh, is done on behalf of Will Pattison. Uh, for those of you who don't know about Will Pattison, he actually had a, a pretty uh, you know traumatizing wreck about two or three years ago. Um, you know he's he's essentially was a quadriplegic, many surgeries and lots of re uh, rehabilitation later. He's actually up walking now, but still a lot you know it's a long road ahead of him. Uh, he actually has a really good blog. Uh, we'll go ahead and put a link up to that later on when we edit this. Yeah, it'll probably be somewhere where Jason's looking. Um, but for the Bonita 100, it is probably, it's going to be, I think it's normally about a 10-mile loop, and it is on the best dirt in Texas. It is absolutely amazing out there. If they even get the littlest amount of water, it turns into just about the most pre-groomed you know groomed motocross track ever. Uh, and Dan Birch, the landowner, loves to put big-ass jumps out there. That place is amazing. I actually had the opportunity to head out there and ride one time and it was one of those where everyone was scrambling for the invite because they had just had a little bit of rain <laughs> and it's a place that like what he was saying it's amazing because if they have that little bit of moisture it's a field day and the other side of it is you'll come out of a corner and there will be a <laughs> jump in front of you and if you're not familiar with the place it might just be a small jump 
there might be a pond involved. Either way, there's an ass pucker <laughs> factor that just makes it awesome. Yes, so Bonita 100 is this coming weekend, in case we actually get this up before the weekend, uh, Sunday, January 16th, um, in Bonita, Texas. I'll go ahead, we're going to have, we have some information on our site, we'll go ahead and as well put that below. Cool. Um, other upcoming news, we wanted to talk about the Off-Road Cup. Um, we would love to attend this, but unfortunately we've got so many other races going on that we're not going to be able to make it, but we wanted to give our buddies over at Acadiana Racing at least a little shout out. Um, they just opened up pre-entry for this January 7th, so pre-entry is still going on. The date for their event is uh, March 5th, and I believe that's a Saturday. The main deal behind this is that it's, uh, they're trying to create an annual nine-hour event, and that's a three-man team where you get to ride your own bike, and then they're just trying to figure out the best race series. So you don't race for a team in that sense, you race for, you know, Toro or T-Sec or, you know, High Plains Series or anything like that, whatever your, you know, the Blackjack, you know, Enduro Association. Work out your gang signs amongst your friends ahead yeah. of time so you can be like, I mean, Toro? I don't know, come up, come up with a new series, you know, yeah. and, and make up something. I don't really know. I'm, I'm not official at anything. Um, but again, we're going to have some information to their event uh, below where Jason likes to look. Um, I think for local stuff that's really all we're going to hit up, one of the other little tidbits that we want that we're going to meander onto is the fact that Gro Gropo. Gropo. What is that? Like the Chia Pet? Yeah, <laughs> Supercross? It's like a home grow kit. Uh, you get the, like, the whole hydroponic setup with Gropo. <laughs> I, think, I think in that we should, we should shout out that we really need beer sponsors. This, yes. this show will not produce itself. No. In any sense of the form, will it ever actually be serious? No. And so we need beer sponsors, but to go ahead and give us shout-outs to beer that we do like to drink while we just drink, you know, not free beer. Mm. Uh, I'm drinking Trout Slayer Ale. This is from Missoula, Montana. This is pretty good shit, in case you're into pale ales. What would you be having? I am partaking in the lovely nectar of Newcastle Brown nectar. Ale. Yes, and if you'll see right there, I'm classy because it says imported from England. That's right, kids. That doesn't mean shit. This means you have bad teeth. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Okay. English teeth. Rocket. Meow. Meow. Oh, we go to dentist. Okay. Yeah. Cut. <laughs> the fact that GoPro is actually uh, signed on as the official sports camera uh, for the Supercross 2011 series. Freaking awesome. I know that I personally have always been amped to see all the helmet cam footage we can find on the internet. And now that the series actually has an official, you know, sports camera uh, on board, I think we're going to get a ton of footage and it's going to be pretty awesome. It's one of those things that, I mean, we all, we all watch the Supercross. If you don't, what's wrong with you? Send me your address. I'll drive to your place and pimp slap you. No, but got a when they... Strong pimp slap too. Look at these man mitts. You don't want this coming at you. Mittens. No, but uh, when they go through and they have the animated track view, things like that, that's awesome. I always love to see it, and I actually, I'm one of those dorks that pays attention to that point. Mm -hmm. But... Following that with actual helmet cam footage, it brings so much more to the table. I'm psyched about it, too. Yeah, so we're psyched. What do you guys think? Let us know. Yeah. If we don't have a GoPro, go buy one. I don't know. Maybe you should send us one, too. Yeah. We like free shit. It's whatever. GoPro. Alright, so with that, we're probably just going to dig into some uh, Anaheim highlights. I know that Jason took some pretty good notes. Uh, I was supposed to, but I didn't. So It's cool. I've got nothing going on. I know. It's uh, he likes his couch. What can we say? Yeah. Um, so it's with awesome. that, with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead into Bloody Schmidt, yeah. giving us his overtake on this weekend, Anaheim one, baby. Here it is. What do you have to say? 
Well, um, I don't know. I, big picture, how could you not watch this race and leave with a giant raging moto boner? Yes, it's, um, moto boner. It, uh, when you talk about the lights, obviously, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, they were off the charts in their aggressiveness, and it paid <laughs> off. I, they were banging bars with everybody and just uh, looking like they were going to kill each other at certain points, and who can't appreciate that? Um, Davalos looked like he was going to get hosed the entire time, having to go to the LCQ. And it's um, the first round of the LCQ, the first race of the LCQ. Yeah. He left everyone like they were tied to a tree. It was definitely one of those separation of talent amongst the group, which I mean, that's no dig against anyone in there because I we could not. Yeah, we wouldn't be. I there. could not sniff the tire tracks of anyone that was on that course, but uh, when that shut down because of the wreck and they had to restart, there was just this pit of the stomach feeling like is he gonna get it back oh yeah, god is oh, martin gonna get hosed here but once again like i said showing the talent and just kind of that cream rising up the way that he once again pulled out over everyone um as far as the big show the faux fitties go um which which of course everybody was looking forward to i mean the lights oh, everybody yeah. really wanted to see what was going on in the lights class because of the fact that there were, there were quite a few you know you know, smaller name, smaller named riders that were really kind of starting to make a name for themselves, but they're still in the lights class, and only a couple guys had really moved up to the big bike class. Yeah. But the thing that we had that that hasn't happened in a long time is the 450 class. So many people were so healthy. Everybody had yeah, been working yeah. their butt off, and so I think that it's set up for just the such an amplitude of ampage. Yes. Um. Yes. Okay. An amplitude advantage. No, um, yeah, word. So, fuck me. Laugh Sorry, me. laugh. It's cool. I will. I'll laugh at you so hard, Whatever. so deep. Anyway, um, um, my wife is not making it easy. And that's one of those things that we should say that since Jordan has forsaken us to chase women, oh, we that need to, bastard! Oh God, <laughs> perish the thought. Yeah, not like you haven't put that off. What? No. Um, so we we must acknowledge the lovely Miss Tam is helping us out this evening. Give us a wave. And well, again, uh, again behind the camera. Behind the so, camera. We're right. just gonna have to work on We've our. We've got camera. a common theme. All right. No one knows what to do when they are faced in this situation. Yeah, uh, like we're super hot rod pros here. I'm pretty sure we know what's going on. Yeah, we we position ourselves in front. No, um, back to the faux fitties. I try to be on top, but whatever. Uh, you're a catcher. No, the uh, it set itself up with everyone healthy, with all the big names involved. It was just your perfect storm scenario. And everything from uh, Villapoto being healthy again, Dungey finally being able to silence the critics by racing against all the other big names in the class. And it just set up for the perfect weekend. All the big names coming out healthy also was miraculous and great. They, uh, the really big picture, we've all watched it, we all loved it. But just the way that it laid out, the top five places being held by the biggest names and the, well, one of them coming up is the biggest name, but number one, Villapoto taking it, the Ginger Ninja being healthy again. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Ginger I, Ninja. Oh yeah, I, 
you gotta love it. Him being healthy after that bad get off, that hellacious wreck that he had before, being able to come back and bring it all together and win Anaheim one was awesome. Tony Dungy being able to come in at Tony Dungy, I'm talking. Was it like Tony Alessi? <laughs> you making fun of somebody's dad now? No, no. Ryan Dungy. I'm sorry. Tony Dungy. Who the fuck's Tony Dungy? Tony Dungy. Are you on the right was, show? Yeah. Is this a porn show now? No, Tony Dungy was the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> for anybody who knew that, shame on you for not watching Supercross when you should have. <coughs> shame on you for watching football when you should have been watching Supercross. Yeah, this is totally take one. <laughs> sorry about that, Hot Rod. You shouldn't have said that. I would have just kept going with it. Now yeah, we yeah. have to do another one. Oh, uh, well. Uh, well, we can always still roll with it and say, fuck it. All right, but anyway, Ryan Dungey yeah. coming through, kind of silencing the, the critics, because that's one of the things that you, you've got to love that pains me to say kid, because I'm a million years old, but you've got to love that kid because busts his ass, his training regimen, all of the above, and his critics coming back last year and saying that his success was the result of others. Of non-healthy riders. <laughs> yeah. The others not being involved and not being able to participate, this kind of, it's got to be a little bit of a feather in his cap because he's able to move forward saying, okay, yes, I beat James Stewart, I beat Chad Reed. And so that was one of those things that I had permagrin from later. Uh, Stewart ended up taking third, and I'm sure that'll make an awesomely horrible episode of Bubba's World for him. Um, what is it with that show? That is uh, like someone tap dancing on my scrotum. That is uh, a horrible show. I don't really get it. But. Uh, Trey Kennard, you gotta love the guy moving up to the big bikes for the first time. Uh, you gotta love it when Anoki actually puts it together and yeah. gets in there. <laughs> Oklahoma I, guys don't know how to do that very well. Oh, well, come on now. But well, I mean, he's a... Uh, Tony Dungy? Alright. More scrotum tab dancing. <laughs> and uh, Kennard, though, gotta love the fact that he had such a great showing coming into the big bikes. Uh, Chad Reed... It's one of those things where definitely like the guy, and it's one of those, uh, I'm the redundant man of redundancy. That's okay. Yeah, but, uh, say it, man. Say it like you mean it. I'm going to say it so fucking hard. No. Uh, Chad Reed being able to bring his own team together, come out for the first time, it's one of those things that everyone who's kind of had the question in the back of their heads, is having and running your own team, doing the independent side of things, is that going to be something that inspires or is it going to be something that all of the other aspects coming to the table detracts from your performance? And it's coming out with a fifth, with a full class of talent up against him. Yeah. It's one of those things that I say actually inspired, and he really brought it to the table. Yeah, I definitely think so. And then uh, one of the things that I wanted to mention about Chad Reed and his new team, the old 2-2 Motorsports, is I dig the crap out of the new shift gear that yeah. he's rocking because of the fact oh, yeah. that all you see these days is really loud, bright gear. You know, everybody's trying to come up with what, what can be the loudest, brightest, you know, design and colors and stuff like that. And granted, I have a very, very loud personality, so I, I actually enjoy wearing some of that. But when you get down to the basics, that, that shift gear he had on was just really, really legit. I mean, it really looked no. clean. It looked crisp. It's almost like... And maybe it, it was just because it wasn't completely splattered in fucking sponsors, but still... It's one of I those things that good. it's one of those less is more because when obnoxious is kind of the norm... That yeah. it something like that kind of reaches out. It's almost. Well, all right, all right. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Tony. Yeah, Tony. The shoe fits. No. Tear the shit out of it. 
Yeah. No, but it's one of those things like when MSR had their throwback gear. It's uh, one of those things that yeah, it has a simple, basic scheme to it. A lot of it kind of speaks in it. It's, it kind of says something about the rest of the crowd when something that's basic stands out amongst yeah. what's out there right now. And it definitely did. I mean, there's a ton of people that I, that, uh, that I talked to about his gear when it came out. You know, Or like, when, not when it came out, but when they uh, featured it, you know, when he was showing pictures of it and stuff. I mean, they made those comments right away, the fact that his gear was not flashy, that it was really mm-hmm. clean, and that it was, it was really crisp, and it, it just, it seemed, to, it seemed to make a better package, honestly, than, you know, carrying through a bunch of all that crazy-ass gear. He's all about the package, too. Yeah. So. Chad Reed's definitely about the package. You see those diamond earrings? They are pimp. You see I all those things? Actually... You buy my house. <clears throat> this couch may look nice, but it's the only nice thing in here. That's it. Literally, my wife is on a crate right now. It's awesome. It's kind of horrible. Oh, uh, it's awesome. Free horrible. beer. That's all we want. Free beer. That's all we want. Yeah. Aim high, kids. Aspire. All right. Go to school. But seriously, this weekend, um, one of the things about this season um, that I thought was absolutely amazing was the fact that the internet and the motorcycle news industry have finally started to catch up. You know, we're here for a reason. We want to talk about everybody else's news. We, we want to find a way to, to, to just hit it all. Um, we're not going to be at the races. We don't have that kind of money. We live in Texas. You know, we're at my house in Plano. We're um, borderline homeless. We're, yeah, I mean, this is seriously, we got this yeah. out of the trash. It's horrible. Um, I have gloves without fingers, and I regularly warm myself in front of a trash can. It's not just so he can play with his iPhone. No. Which is awesome. But the thing is, is about what, what the lead-up. So this Supercross, I think, was much more pronounced than any any in the past that I could think of. Maybe I just honestly wasn't looking hard enough. But I mean, I was scouring the internet just like I have been for the past couple of years on the super on the on the upcoming Supercross season, and I really feel like everybody put forward put forth an effort this year that was just unmatched before. It was it was awesome to be able to just see all the teams come together. How you know all the all the practices, all the all the deals, and like where riders were going and stuff, and knowing things on a on an almost hourly basis, as you know, people were updating their, you know, with tweets and blah blah blah, and all the social media aspects of it, if you will. But yeah. this weekend was awesome. I, I think it completely played up to exactly the hype that it was supposed to be. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like the first race back. You know, how is everybody? What's the competition doing? How's everybody? How's everybody been training? You know, um, how pretty are the parts? But man, I was I was stoked. I I enjoyed the shit out of it. And now that all the behind-the-scenes stuff from the weekend are starting to come out. I mean, there's tons of great footage, man. All the teams have been doing a great job, and, I mean, it's awesome. I wish that we could be there. I really do, too. It and it's awesome. one of those things where <laughs> it, it hit me how how permeate, permeating all of the information is at this point where so we people big, outside the, of... The big word bulb? Yes. Bing. Check me. SAT word, kids. Yay. Get your learn on. Get your learn on. No, uh... Just how far-reaching the whole scene has been and the information that's been out there. When I actually had people calling me, don't own motorcycles, anything along those lines, they were calling me last weekend asking if I was going to have a party at my house to watch the Supercross, things like that. Awesome. Folks, are, there's been enough information out there that there's a genuine interest outside of just the scene. So it's, it's going to be an awesome year. All right. Phoenix this weekend. You got anything? It's in Arizona. 
then it's going to be awesome. Phoenix is in Arizona. My God, this guy over here. You see why he, we're, see why we're friends? Mm. Mm, we make shit happen. Uh, man, dude, I think that, hmm. I honestly think that uh, James Stewart, James Stewart got a bad start. If James Stewart had had a better start in Anaheim, would he have walked away from everybody? Um, that, that's a question. So how is Stewart going to do this weekend? Say if Stewart gets a really good start, goes off the line, can everybody stay up with him? I don't know. That's Obviously, we're going to have to watch Chad Reed. Chad Reed's got his own team. He's kind of, you know, he, he's on a whole new level. Not only is he coming in, how's everybody else doing, but he does have all the mental aspects of the whole team. Mm-hmm. Trey Kennard didn't have a, a great race. You know, he as well had a bad start and didn't really, you know, I mean, he performed great from where he started, just like James Stewart. Everyone, so, it was one of those things that with their lap times that they hung out in practice, everything like that, they were able to work through traffic. Any one of those guys, if they had had a great start, yeah. would have just walked the class. Yeah. And so it's uh, it just remains to be seen. I agree, I'm, but I'm looking forward to it. I mean, do you have any predictions, though, I mean, on that? or I mean, dude, I really, I really like... Ryan Villapoto and Ryan Dungey. I really do. I, I want to see the two of them and then Trey the Kennard. That... Like those are the three that I really want to see. I, I don't know Villapoto, why. Dungey are the ones that I would predict. Who do I want? I want Kennard to come up. Yeah, I want Kennard to come up too. I just man, the thing is, is like James Stewart. I mean, and Chad Reed. You can never say those guys are bad riders. You can't. You can't oh, God, say that. No. Those guys are amazing riders. It's just the problem is, it's like the attitudes that come with them. What I like about Ryan Villapoto, Ryan Dungey, and Trey Kennard is those guys could hang out with you on any given night, and they don't care. You know, when it comes to when it comes to all the empty beer bottles, I need to feel like I need to keep keep up. Um, when it comes down to it, I feel like those are guys I could hang out with on a regular basis. James right. Stewart and Chad Reed. I mean, granted, you know, Chad Reed does have a wife, he has a kid, and stuff. He is a father. I know he's not the the piss and vinegar he looks like on TV, but I mean, James Stewart, like you were talking about Bubba's world, it's like. I don't, I don't want to be around that. You look like a fucking retard, man. Yeah. Get back Hard to fucking riding and racing, dude. But, I don't know. So, if we got predictions, I don't know. I don't have any really good predictions. What I want to see is I want to see the Ryans and Trey Kennard on top. That's it. Pretty much. So. I'm out of beer. Hey, he's out of, well, there's more beer in the fridge. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Thanks for watching. I hope you guys have a good time, and we'll be back next week. Take it easy.